Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the book of Acts, the seventh chapter. And we looked at the first few verses in the previous episode. Let me go back and reread these. Uh, verse 1 says this. The high priest said, are these things so? So this is the high priest questioning Stephen about the accusations that witnesses had brought. These are false witnesses. False witnesses bring forth false accusations. And the high priest was wanting to know if it's true. So Stephen responds. And he responds by giving a history lesson. Okay. Now, these religious rulers knew this history. He's not trying to teach them something. He has given them an account of their history, letting them know that he understands this, that he knows this, but also giving them a solid foundation for the declaration that he's going to make at the end of this. Okay. So he's uh, responded to the question, how are, the, are these things so? He's responded by bringing forth the truth, and he starts with the truth of their history and what they know about God and what they as a people have experienced through God. He quotes a lot of the Old Testament. Let me rephrase that. He quotes a lot from the Old Testament. Verse 2, he continues, And Stephen said, Hear me, brethren and fathers. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Now here's a quote from the Old Testament. This is out of, uh, all of these will be from Genesis, Genesis 12. Leave your country and your relatives and come into the land that I will show you. Then he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. From there, after his father died, God had moved to this country in which you are now living. So they moved from the Chaldeans to Haran. Then they moved from Haran after the father died to where they were now. Verse 5. But he, that's God, gave him no inheritance in it. So Abram, Abraham had no inheritance in the land. And when you go read the account, he was upon the land. He had, was a, had vast riches of resources and things. But he never built a house. He lived in tents. He never built a city. There was no inheritance in the land. Not even a foot of ground. And yet, when he had no child, he, God, promised that he would give it to him as a possession and to his descendants after him. So that's another quote out of Genesis, Genesis 12, 13, 15. I'll say things about this. That God promised Abraham that his descendants would have a possession of this land, even though Abraham himself never possessed the land. He traveled the land. A lot of times we want to say that he wandered the land, which is okay. But wandering sounds like you're doing it without purpose, without focus, without attention, like you're lost or something. And that could not have been further from the truth. He was experiencing the land. He was living up on the land. It really is a picture of how we are right now. <laughs> uh, my wife said this to me uh, a few days ago, and really a very, very important uh, statement. Because she says, it doesn't matter. My, my, uh, I am not of this land. My home is not this land. Okay? And that's really our, our, how our attitude should be. Our home is not this world. We are in this world, and we are of this world, and we are thankful for it, and God has blessed us and continues to do so, right? But it's, it's the attitude of Abraham. You travel the land, you're upon the land, 
but he never possessed it. But he was told by God that his descendants would possess it, even though Abram had not a descendant himself yet. He did not have a child, but God told him that he would have descendants upon his land. God continues, verse 6. This is Stephen quoting what God was saying to Abraham out of Genesis 15. But God spoke to this effect, that his descendants would be aliens in a foreign land, and that they would be enslaved and mistreated for 400 years. And whatever nation to which they will be in bondage, I myself would judge. And God, after that, they will come out. And God said, and after that, they will come out and serve me, literally worship me in this place. So again, Stephen is speaking to the high priest, speaking to the Jewish leadership, speaking to the people about who are listening to this, and saying, hey, y'all remember this, what God has said. You remember us as uh, as a historical people here that God spoke to this effect. So he's saying, I'm not quoting this exactly, but he said to this effect, God was saying that these descendants of Abraham would be aliens in a foreign land. Aliens in a land that is not there. Aliens not in this land that God has given them to possess, but in another land, that they would be enslaved in that land, and they would be mistreated. As a matter of fact, he told them how long it would be, that they would be enslaved, that they would be mistreated for 400 years. That's the reason when you read the account about the exodus of God's people out of Egypt and Moses and that whole account, that there was an expectation that a deliverer was coming because they knew that the word of the Lord had come to their forefather Abram and had told them that they would be there 400 years enslaved. So they knew that something was stirring. God will do that. He will bring a stirring about within us, okay? A stirring about when there's times, uh, I'm sort of going through something like that right now, uh, times of transition, times of maybe change. There's a stirring, there's a thing that's happening where various things are spoken, various things you're reading the Word, and God just releases understanding to you. Same thing here. They knew that something was happening. And they also knew this, what it says in verse 7, that God said, that nation that does that, that nation's where you'd be an alien in that foreign land, the one that would enslave you, the one that would mistreat you those 400 years, God says, I'm going to deal with them. I'm going to judge them myself, okay? The ones that have held my people in bondage, I will judge them. And afterwards, they will come out and worship me in this place. I'm going to judge them, and my people will be set free, which is exactly what he did with Exodus, with the uh, the 10 plagues, right, that came upon uh, the Exodus. Uh, Egyptian people. And so, uh, but don't lose sight of this. There's a great, uh, well, there's several verses that deal with this, but Isaiah particularly deals with this, that God's going to bless Egypt, and God's going to call Egypt his own someday. This hasn't happened yet, but he will call Egypt his own. In other words, the Egyptian people will believe. There's some great things related to the Egyptian people and the Assyrian people, the Syrian people also. Okay, some great things. Uh, that God has planned, okay? So anyway, <coughs> Stephen is saying this to the people. He's saying, remember what happened, that God told our forefather, particularly Abraham, this is what's going to occur, that we would be aliens in a foreign land, we would be enslaved, we'd be mistreated 400 years, that God's going to deal with that nation, and that he's going to judge them himself, and then he's going to deliver them to where we can worship him upon this land, upon this very land where we stand right now. Now, let me just stop right here for today. 
but think about this. Why do you think that the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord was leading Stephen to say this to this group of people at this time, just what we've seen so far, and there's a lot more that we're going to see out of this seventh chapter. See, he's laying the groundwork for the declaration that Jesus is the Messiah. In the same way that the Lord had spoke to our forefathers, had prophesied to our forefathers what had occurred, in the same way that it actually had occurred, and we can look back and see how that did occur, that now we can look and see that uh, Messiah has come, and this is who he is. He's using their history. He's uh, letting them know, hey, I'm one of you. I'm here with you on this. This is the fact. This is the truth. Well, we'll press on even more because there's a lot more to be seen with this. Okay, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.